0: I
1: want you all to go home now and have a very merry Christmas. Best Christmas. Aren't you a long way from home? Baby, please come home. We
2: better get home. Yeah! Anyone the heck home? go
0: home. Oh, baby, please go home.
3: I should be getting home. I'll be home for
0: Christmas. Slamming doors and screaming curses. You can
4: count. Of that I would have gone home for the holidays. Oh! You want to
5: go
4: look for the
1: mistletoe? Fine with me, but we'd have to go to the home of people who kiss. <laughs> all right, uh,
3: I'm in charge now. Everyone, go home. Hey, it is Christmas. We better get home. From our dysfunctional home to yours. Merry Christmas and happy holidays from all of us at the Bob and Sherry Show. Now here's Bob and Sherry. Yay.
6: Welcome everybody to the Bob and Sherry show. It is the gateway to the weekend and we can't uh-huh. wait to get yeah. started. Yeah. Yep. Everybody's here and I've got some good news. I think time good. is something that we never seem to have enough of and we mm-hmm. hate to spend it waiting. Everybody hates to wait, whether it's stuck in traffic, uh, some job you don't want to do and you're dreading it and you, it's going to take forever. If you can get something to save some of that time, it's like finding a $5 bill in your pocket after you get it it's out true. of the dryer or something. Yeah, okay? It's true. So so here are some things that may be helpful to you. All right, you're in this long, slow line at the supermarket, and all of a sudden, a register right next to you opens up, and bam, you're checking out. Does that not feel right. great? I love totally. that. I love that. I do, too. Now, here's one that hardly ever happens. You'll walk into the doctor's office, and even you check in, and even before you sit down, they call your name and take you back. Yeah. Has, that yeah. Yeah. I, listen, <laughs> listen,
0: Has that ever happened to
6: anyone? Has that ever happened? It does. Yeah, i tell you where that does happen. My dentist. My dentist. I don't even know why he's got books in the lobby. If you've got a 230 appointment, when you walk in, they go, we're ready. You never have to wait. It's the only place I've ever seen that happen.
0: That's true. That is, um, that's true at my dentist. Like I park my car and they're waving at me from the window, but I go to like the doctor, which I hate to do, Uh, but you have to go once a year or whatever. Um, I wait a half an hour after signing in, then they take me back into the exam room And they leave me in there. And there's a sign that says, please do not use your phone while you're here. But it's been 45 (laughs) minutes that I'm sitting in there by myself. So I'm on my phone. And then someone comes in, looks at me on my phone, looks pointedly at the sign at the wall which means that I then look pointedly at them and then at the clock. Like, am I? is this part of, like, the doctor experience that I have to sit in silence like I'm in solitary for 45 minutes? Come on. And, and the oh, only this. the
1: only thing you have to entertain yourself are those pamphlets that they leave in there, like you and your liver, you know? And, I mean, that, yeah. <clears throat> it only takes a minute to read it. No, no. <laughs> or they Bob, have a, Bob. they'll have a
0: poster right. on They'll have a poster on the wall of like the human head and you can study the sinus cavities for an hour. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Right.
6: Yeah. That's Bob, true. you're not doing it right. There's a bunch of uh-huh. drawers in there. And if you start opening those drawers, there's a bunch of stuff to look at. There's like all <laughs> kinds of medical <laughs> instruments. There's band-aids. I mean, you'll be surprised what you can find in them drawers. And oh, Lamar, how many, how many times have still- you had
1: to change doctors? Um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: I just like to look through the drawers i used so. to steal tongue depressors because my daughters like to make crafts out of them this time of the year you can take a tongue depressor and some chenille uh, sticks and make reindeers right you can make reindeer antlers out of the chenille and glue a nose and some eyes on and that i felt like <laughs> uh, time is money if i have to sit here for nearly an hour my kids are getting some craft supplies out of this office
2: yeah
6: i need something for it okay now here's one that we all can relate to you're going out to eat It's a Friday night. It's about 7 o'clock. You pull up to the restaurant. The parking lot is slam full. You turn into the parking lot just for the heck of it because you know you're going to have to go park somewhere else or whatever. And all of a sudden, you see this lone, empty parking space as soon as you turn in and you pull directly into it.
1: I love that. I had that happen last week. It is such a great feeling. It is the greatest. I mean, it really is the greatest.
6: Now here's another one and probably this time of year, it might be a little bit different, but something that you ordered, it is now you didn't get it on Amazon. You've ordered it from somewhere and it's scheduled to be delivered in say six to eight weeks. But all of a sudden it comes in like a week. Yeah. I I mean, you know, and it was something you yeah. wanted, something you, I, I love that. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love that. All right. Here's another one. A task that you have been dreading. You don't want to do it. You've been putting it off because you know, it's going to take up your whole afternoon. You're not going to enjoy it. Turns out it takes less than half the time you expected. And you got all this time to spare. I've I got a
1: cabinet. That, no, and that don't that happen I have very often. Fix. I got a cabinet I have to fix and I'm in, in the, Cabinet front has been off just sitting there for about five weeks, and I just dread trying to get that damn thing up there again. That's exactly right.
6: I'm sure Mary's not mentioning that to you as she walks every by, she?
1: day. Every
6: day, <laughs> <laughs> all right. And, and now at Christmas time, this is really relatable. You're dreading this whole shopping thing, you've got this one item, and you want it and you know that you're gonna have to go all over town to find it you pull up you walk into the first place bam there it is
1: there it is you have to
6: go nowhere else it's done you can go right back home everything is fantastic um now everybody has one of these does everybody have Mm -hmm. on their route to and from a red light that lasts forever Mm -hmm. you've got the red and it never Mm -hmm. ever ever and you're pulling mm-hmm. up to that light, and you're going, God, I'm gonna be sitting here forever. And right before you stop the car, the traffic light turns green immediately, and you slide right through, right through. Yeah, that I visualize happened. the one. I can visualize the one I'm thinking about. Oh God. Yeah, yeah. It is, it, it is the best.
0: For those Another of one? us with that light, that happens so infrequently that you yes. remember it. Like a, yes. it's a core do. memory. It,
1: yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Uh,
6: That's and true. what about if you're in a busy city or whatever, no traffic, either on your way or to or back from work? Those are all yep. bonus times, and I love it. I love having some extra, extra time. Yeah. You can't beat
1: yeah. it. You
4: can't
6: beat it. I don't That's know how you right. put a value That's on it. Right.
1: I just love it. That's right. All right, we got a lot coming your way. We got more in the news. Thank you for that, Lamar. This is Bob and
2: Sherry. Leave us a talk back. Talk back with the Free Bob and Sherry app.
0: So on yesterday's show, Bob mentioned um, how upsetting his news feed was and he touched on these witch bottles that are washing up on shore in Texas. Mm-hmm. So we we had some people go, "Wait, what?" So here's the deal, um, the this is a um, These are coming up, washing up on Texas beaches from the Gulf of Mexico, and these are witch bottles. So witch bottles go all the way back to like the 16th and 17th centuries when people believed that they could be targeted by a curse or an evil spell or that they could place a curse or an evil spell on someone. And so to make a witch bottle, you would get a bottle and you would fill it with, Um, various objects, you might put fingernail clippings or human hair in there. Like, let's say I wanted to curse Lamar. I might find a a way to get some of Lamar's hair into the bottle and some other items, maybe, you know, an iron nail or something that had magical power. And you would seal those bottles up, sticks, herbs, leaves, acorns, whatever, inside these witch bottles. Well, over the past six or seven years, these witch bottles have been washing up in Texas and this um, uh, the director of community engagement at this heart research Institute for the Gulf of Mexico said that we've been finding them and collecting them. Some of them have barnacles growing on them. So they know they've been in the Gulf for a while. Um, They have not opened any of the bottles and the guy's wife won't even let them, let him bring them into their house He said the theory is if you open the bottle, you could let the spell out, whatever the reason the person had put the spell in there. He said the bottles could have come from anywhere in the world. They don't have dates on them. They don't have any writing. They really have no way of identifying where the bottles came from. And there are lots of other weird things that have washed up on the beaches in Texas. Um, A whole intact Statue of a mermaid made out of fiberglass. That had to be trippy to come down and see that on the beach. <laughs> yeah, I um, bet. A, a human prosthetic leg, a safe that was completely intact and sealed up. So who knows what was inside it. And then these witch bottles with these alleged um, spells in them. So that's what that was, Bob. But here's the thing like, how are we at this point in human history? We're we're making plans to colonize Mars, and right. we're, we're making spell bottles and tossing them into the ocean. Man, yeah. the humanity is a confusing species. It just is. And superstitious. Well,
1: totally. I mean, we're buying a product for probably $39 that says it's going to improve the focus of our brain, and it comes from a jellyfish. And, and the uh, Food and Drug Administration says... We can't. We can't uh, guarantee there's anything that is going to happen positive for you if you take one of these pills. And yet we we buy them, we buy yep. them.
0: Hope, we have hope.
1: Yeah, so would that's you- right.
0: If you found one of these witch bottles on the beach, where like near where you live, you wouldn't really know what you were looking at because you're not into that sort of thing, would you open it?
1: I would not open it up. No, I would not. I think I would take it directly to um, a former enemy and put it in his mailbox.
0: So up. you would, you would yeah. guess that it was uh, magical. He and would. let me let me just yeah. say, I, I I heard myself ask you that question. And I made a note to myself. I asked uh-huh. you. You probably wouldn't open it because you're not into that sort of thing. Let me say that no one here at the show is practicing dark magic. We have no spell casting. Uh, Lamar is not a sorcerer. Doc's the quiet type, but it's not because he's brewing something in a cauldron over there. Exactly. Nobody. I don't know anybody that is into this kind of thing. What's interesting Mm -hmm. about these witch bottles washing up in Texas is how old some of them are. So, like, one of the bottles is covered in these, a kind of barnacles called gooseneck barnacles. Mm-hmm. And they can they can tell by by that how long this thing has been floating around in the Gulf of Mexico. Decades, maybe.
1: It's, Decades. Oh, is that right? And, and there's just something about the Gulf Stream, I guess, that uh, brings it to the beaches of Texas and not, say, uh, eastern Florida beaches like around Daytona or somewhere like that?
0: I guess, yeah. I mean, yeah. there's something in the, the because they collect a lot of unusual items that the Gulf Stream uh-huh. kicks up onto these beaches. So, yeah, it must be just a pattern in the current or the way mm-hmm. that the different currents converge. It's just super interesting and also very creepy to it think is. that, you know, we've come so far and yet we're still cramming <laughs> twigs. And hair clippings into bottles and cursing (laughs) people. Yeah. Which brings us to morons in the news, and that's next. It's Bob and Sherry. Morons in the news is sponsored by Lowe's. Find the top products and quantities you need when you need them. Lowe's knows pros. Let's do it.
2: It's Bob and Sherry. Get these morons off the air. With morons in the news. Uh,
1: Lamar and I both came upon the same story for Morons in the News. I was going to read it, but I want him to read it because he has more experience with the product that was misused by this idiot. So take it away. Uh, In Burlington, North Carolina, a family is
6: very lucky to be alive after their turkey fryer exploded in their home. A propane tank... Fueling a turkey fryer exploded. The explosion was so strong, it blew out the windows in the back of the house. Investigators said that the person cooking the turkey fell asleep and left the boiling oil unattended. And that's dangerous, Burlington Battalion Chief Daniel Schaffner said. And that can happen if that much fire heats it up to that degree. The fire reportedly caused around $150,000 in damage to the house. No one was seriously hurt. Schaffner said it "It can happen anywhere. An unattended cooking is one of the leading causes for home fires, especially around this time of the year. Now, here's what I'm thinking. Never in the house. I can see me telling Carla, Okay, baby, I'm setting up the turkey fryer in the den. Who does this? (laughs) I mean, listen, there's a list of safety tips for frying turkeys in a gallon of boiling grease setting on an open fire connected to a propane tank. But you know what? Let's focus on the most important tip that's not on the list. Stay outside. Don't do it inside the house. What
1: an idiot. When I read that, I thought to myself, (sighs) is this something? Because I don't have a turkey fryer. I I was going to ask you about that. I've never heard of anyone doing that inside before. I mean, that is this just is the first time in thing, I
6: honestly, I believe this is the first time in the history of the entire free world that somebody no. has put this inside. I'm surprised they all didn't die from uh, ca- uh, yeah uh, carbon dioxide poisoning. Maybe that's why he went yeah. to sleep. Carbon dioxide
0: made him go to sleep. That could be
6: it. I bet, yeah. t- I bet that explosion woke his ass up. So here's the
0: thing: <laughs> who who reads the instructions? Because when you buy a really? turkey fryer, the instructions say, do not use indoors, right? But if you didn't read the instructions, and I can't judge, yeah, I true. never do. I but, never do. But it,
1: come on. He just described what it was. It is boiling hot oil, boiling oil. with a flame. And a propane <laughs> tank. Listen,
4: if and I tank. had done this,
6: if I had done yeah. this, and this happened... I wouldn't want to wake up. I wouldn't want to be right beside the tank because I getting hit with shrapnel would be way better than listening to Carla. I would never hear the yeah. end of this. It would. She would That's still true. be saying
0: it. Oh my god. Yeah. No, yeah. you don't want yeah. to survive that, Lamar. You really no. don't. No. no, no, it's better really than not. Um, today's <laughs> moron of the day is a deer, like as in literally a deer. This happened in Maine. Um, a white-tailed deer burst through the window of a TJ Maxx and was running loose through the store. You oh know, getting word. the max for the minimum.
7: Yeah. In that head start <laughs> on
0: that holiday yeah. shopping. Oh, that Officers were called to the store and they assisted the TJ Maxx store management. They were able to herd the deer outside. <laughs> the deer was able to leave the building on its own and was not seriously injured. It was a little cut up because, of course, it crashed mm-hmm. through a Plate glass window I want Mm -hmm. to congratulate the police department of Rockland Maine who Mm -hmm. could have said Rockland PD saves a buck at TJ Maxx (laughs) and didn't (laughs) they showed restraint
4: and that was hard
0: I mean we couldn't restrain ourselves Rockland PD so congratulations to you and guess what we have We have the video, and we're going to post it right now on the Bob and Sherry Facebook. It is epic. It's so good. Coming up, comedian Jared Freed, a round of Bob and Sherry small plates. And then, turns out, you might not be a spender. You might not be a saver. You might be a spaver. And I broke out in chills when I discovered this about myself. I cannot wait to share this. It's all coming up. It's Bob and Sherry.
3: Bob and Sherry are teaming up with Visit Florida this school year to salute teachers for all the hard work they do by giving them a chance to win a well-deserved, relaxing vacation to Margaritaville Beach Resort, Fort Myers Beach. Situated on the Gulf of Mexico, this laid-back retreat is the perfect place for our teachers to find the coolest shells in the sand, sip frozen concoctions, indulge in local fare, and revel in spectacular sunsets. Plus, each teacher and their guest's will receive exclusive access to the Fins Up Beach Club to enjoy the action-packed aquatic playground or chill out to the sound of great music on the Sunset Terrace. If you want to nominate a special teacher or even yourself to win this awesome vacation, log on to BobAndCherry.com. Nominated teachers could win weekly prizes and qualify to win the monthly grand prize, a spot to travel with us this summer on our trip for teachers to Florida. Teachers, we salute you with our trip for teachers to Florida. From Visit Florida and Bob and Sherry, contest rules apply.
1: What's good, y'all? M.T. Matthew from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm to show my friends and family back home a happy holidays. I will see y'all soon. To all my homies on board, the biggest and baddest worship in the fleet. The same.
2: Across the country and around the world on Armed Forces Radio, it's Bob and Sherry.
0: All right, let's touch in on the royal family's latest problem. So, uh, Omid Scobie has released a book called Endgame, and... In the book, he talks about not one but two members of the royal family that made racist comments to Harry and Meghan about their unborn son, Archie, back when she was pregnant with Archie. So the book is being published all over the world. It's it's just this incredible, apparently, hatchet job on the royal family. No names named, except in the Dutch version published in the Netherlands, which somehow accidentally named names. And now the publisher is clawing back copies of Endgame in the (laughs) Netherlands and destroying them before anyone gets a chance to see how did that happen. So the author of the book said, hey, I I wrote the English version. I don't speak Dutch. I'm not responsible for the translation. I didn't put the names in. But apparently the names somehow got into the Dutch version. I have been looking. You know it's going to come out. You know it's totally going to come out.
4: Um, oh, yeah. Names of in two British senior press.
0: royals were named in the book. And the question was asked, there are names in the Dutch version? Um, and the answer was yes. The first one, very specific. specific. The second one is a little bit vague. But the first one is very clear. The official story is there is a translation issue. But how could you translate a name wrong? So that is the latest scandal. And all of those printed copies, all the hardcover copies of Endgame are being burned and pulped and shredded and destroyed as we speak.
1: Every time I go to the supermarket now, if if there's something about the royal family, it's the same story over the last, uh, I'd say, six months. The two brothers have not mended their um, disagreements and they are not speaking and it doesn't look oh. like they're going to in the future.
0: People magazine, um, Harry and William on the cover and in giant letters, it's over. Their bond is really? broken. It's sad. Yeah. It makes me sad. Like I hate it to is. see families all estranged. I know. But boy, I'm gonna be honest, I'm looking everywhere to find the names in this Dutch printing of this book endgame. It's Bob and Sherry. <laughs> We are so excited about Bob and Sherry Premium. Well-marbled, juicy, and always fresh with loads of behind-the-scenes photos and videos. Exclusive content, including our classic chatroom calls and our best of CDs. And best of all, it's just $4.99 a month. BobandSherry.com slash premium. Everyone Needs a Laugh is sponsored by Exergen. Accuracy matters. So make Exergen the chosen thermometer for your home and family. It is time now for Everyone Needs a Laugh. Here is comedian Jared Freed.
5: I was just hanging out with my parents. Anyone hang out with their parents still? The only problem is you don't know if it's gonna be a fun hang or a judgmental hang. Right, my mom will be like, let's have a drink, have a drink! Come on, have a drink! And then the next morning I walk into the kitchen She's at the table. It's dimly lit. She's like, we have to talk about the drinking. (laughs) You ever been to an intervention with your own dealer? (laughs) Your parents aren't going to change, though. Never. My mom is never going to pronounce Chipotle correctly. (laughs) She could be on a game show. The host would be like, for $2 million, just say Chipotle. She'd immediately make herself the victim. She'd be like, everyone is yelling at me. <laughs> the host would be like, no one is yelling at you for $2 million. Just say Chipotle. She'd be like, this is ridiculous, Chipotle! <laughs> <laughs> I'm judging people's orders, but people are judging my orders, too. You know, I went on a uh, bachelor party in 2016, and I ordered a skinny margarita. That's been my nickname for seven years. <laughs> Every time I hang out with my friends, some old lady's like, why do they call you Bethany Frankel? <laughs> I judge my mom's order. she goes to Starbucks. You ever go to the Starbucks with your mom? It's a show. <laughs> my mom walks in like she's the lead of a 90s sitcom. She's like, hi everybody. <laughs> and then she goes up to a teenage barista and just screams coffee ingredients. They make no sense. She went up, last time we went, she goes, I'll have an ice mocha, two scoop, dolce, frothy top. You know. She said, you know. That was the craziest part. The teenage barista never looked up. She just goes, she's, I got it. She's here every day. Here's the actual order. I smoke a latte with two pumps of cinnamon dolce sweetener, steamed skim milk on top. Scoops are apparently pumps. That teenage barista is the greatest detective of our time. Right? I just imagine her, in her bedroom. There's like boy band posters everywhere, a picture of my mom, red string out to all the clues. She's sitting there with a cigarette. She's like, "Dolce frothy top." I want to go on every errand with my mom. Not the places that know her, not the places that don't know her, the ones in the middle, the ones getting to know her. Right, the place where she walks in, she's like, hi, everybody. And five high school kids are like, oh no. (laughs) Right, she goes to the market, she goes to the deli counter, she's like, shrimp chicken thingy. You see the deli guy, okay, shrimp woman's back, here we go. (laughs) Remember, shrimp means salami, quarter palm. (laughs) She wants it sliced thin, but not too thin, but kind of thin. Chicken thingy, not a chicken, not a turkey. We'll go provolone alone. we got nothing to lose. She's just not a communicator. Even over texts. she texts LOL to everything. LOL. LOL, I hate LOL. It's a dishonest acronym. Everyone texts LOL, but you've never seen someone with their phone in their hand just in the middle of the street, just like, ha, ha, ha) It's dishonest. I only send honest texting acronyms, only honest ones, like T-I-T-T-T-I-T-W-A-W-S-D. This is the third time I've texted, what's up? Are we still dating? (laughs) Y-T-A-C-I-G-A-Y-P. Your texts are coming in green. Are you poor? (laughs) P-R-M-F-T-G-T-I-L-T-O-T-C-A-I-K-G-E-T-T-T-A-F-S-E. Please remove me from this group text. I've lost track of the conversation and I keep getting excited to think of the text from someone else. Thank you, guys. I'm Jared Freed. <laughs> Look at that
0: posted up at dot And while you're there, pop by the Bob and Sherry store. All of your holiday shopping needs waiting to be met right there. From Christmas ornaments to coffee mugs to book bundles, we've got it all at bobandcherry.com. And five dollar shipping for any order over seventy-five. It's a pretty sweet deal. It's Bob and
3: Sherry. At the Bob and Sherry Show, everyone knows that Bob Lacey is the self-proclaimed mayor of Christmas Village because of his great Christmas spirit. I've just decided not to send out Christmas cards. Bob, Bob, Bob. Well, the mayor of Christmas Village wants Bob and Sherry listeners all over the land to get all the presents this year. Of course, Bob won't actually be buying the gifts. Bob, Bob, Bob. But you already knew that presenting the 12 days of Christmas. From December 4th through December 19th, we'll select one lucky listener to win a Bob and Sherry swag box, since Bob's not actually paying for it. Bob, Bob, Bob. We're just going to grab a few things off the shelf and send them to you. There are water bottles, coffee mugs, grocery bags, beach balls, pens, keychains, and more. A lot of stuff you can buy at the Bob and Sherry store at BobandSherry.com. It's a 12 days of Christmas celebration. Bob Lacey's style. Just enter at the contest page at BobandSherry.com
0: I'm Provin O'Dell from Maine. Happy
1: holidays. Back home.
3: Hey, this is Lieutenant Christian Patinato, currently assigned to Camp Eric John
1: Kuwait with the uh, 369 Sustainment Brigade uh, from Long Island, New York. Uh, I just want to wish everybody Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I'll be home soon. Love you guys.
2: Across the country and around the world on Armed Forces Radio, it's Bob and Sherry. You know, I'll say
6: that Christmas is a scary time for a lot of different reasons, but I did not realize this. There are actual phobias that people experience during Christmas time. Uh, The first one is chionophobia, which is the fear of snow. You know, Hmm. like you're just afraid of snow. You know, huh. snowballs. Maybe something happened. Maybe you were caught driving through a blizzard or you got hit in the face yeah, with a snowball yeah. or
1: whatever. But or you feel like you're going to you know, be smothered. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's yeah. that's yeah. interesting. Do you know anybody that has that? That's a wild yeah. phobia to have. You'd have to move. We don't have, have, to have enough to of to it
1: where I live. Person, yeah. Every yeah. older person who ever lived in New England and now lives in Florida, I think, has <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. Well, the best, it's best relieved by staying
6: inside. Now there is a Doranophobia, which is the fear of receiving and opening presents. Hmm. I've never saw this. I can't even imagine it, but they say it's a real thing. And it could be experienced when you get a gift from like a sworn enemy or when you're opening a present from an in-law uh, who gets it wrong. or And, and then mm-hmm. you're put on the spot, that kind of thing. Um I, I, I can't even imagine that. I, I wish a few th- people in my family had this fear. I really do. Yeah. I wish they did. <laughs> a, but, you know,
1: some money. Yeah. Well, you're a therapist, Sherry. Could it be something along the lines of this person doesn't like a lot of attention paid to him or her and worries about how they react to whatever the gift is? They don't know what the gift is. So it's going to be a surprise. And that, that spotlight on them makes them very uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. I mean, think about how, how some people like our oldest daughter, Maggie, does not mm-hmm. like attention at her bridal shower. We had to, it, we, it, we had to do it very specifically because she's just so uncomfortable while people stare at her while she unwraps gifts. And that's, I mean, people are allowed to be how they yeah, are, right? She's
1: got that. Yeah. She yeah, obviously has yeah, that. Yeah. All right. What's the next one? Uh
6: Den- dendrophobia. is the fear mm-hmm. of trees. Okay? Mm. So, like, you wouldn't like Christmas trees. Um, oh. You might not even like an artificial Christmas tree.
1: Yeah, yeah. So this
6: I would be a heard of that tough one time. Either. I mean, think about this. If you had that, you couldn't go into any stores. You you couldn't, I mean, because right. Christmas trees are everywhere. They're everywhere. Yeah, they are. You're um, exactly right. The next one is cryophobia, which is the fear of cold um hmm. sherry you should have this after being out in the middle of the midwest in the, the winter frozen oh.
0: prairies
6: <laughs> yeah yeah i, I and once again i've never been in a place that would experience the snow or that so now here's one auroraphobia and that is the fear of the northern lights
0: Oh, if only. Do you know how many times I've tried to see the Northern Lights? I would love to see the Northern Lights. That's on my bucket list, and it's just never worked out for me. And then we had this weird atmospheric phenomenon where the Northern Lights were showing up in, like, New Jersey. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, seriously? I journeyed to Alaska, and there was cloud cover to see the Northern Lights. But people in Trenton are looking at them. That seems unfair, doesn't it? It
1: does. Yeah.
6: I would love to see that. Uh, Pedophobia is the fear of children.
0: Well, now, there have been some children that I have feared very, very much. I used to babysit for this family, and their son was named Scotty. And um, Scotty had, I mean, he gave Damien in the Omen a run for his money this kid, this kid, <laughs> I'm in the kitchen. We, I've made them dinner. I'm like 11, okay, babysitting this kid who's maybe right. eight, right? right? So I'm really not that much older than this kid and totally unqualified. I'm in the kitchen cleaning up after I fed them dinner. And Scotty said, watch this. Watch me do this. And he picked up a bottle of vinegar and he chugged it, which – I mean, I guess he was ahead of his time. Apple cider vinegar being a cure for everything and whatnot. (laughs) He He chugged. He chugged chugged the vinegar, put the bottle Mm. down, he wiped his mouth. And he said, there's nothing I can't eat or drink. And I'm looking at At this little eight-year-old Eddie. I'm looking at this little devil kid. I'm thinking, why don't you just go watch TV like other children? And this, every time I babysit, he would go, watch this. And he would do something to himself. Like, he would take, um, you know, a, like a, a carving fork that has just two prongs and it's real sharp? Yeah. Watch yeah, this. Yeah. And then he would stick himself in the leg with it. I'm telling you, this kid was possessed. Did he end you up a jackass? No. I don't you know. know what
1: Scotty's doing now? Scotty is a bartender in Fort Lauderdale, Florida.
0: Listen, that'd be the best outcome for what Scotty's yeah. doing now. <laughs> right.
6: At least you he's making a, a living. You sent a check to see if Scotty could drink holy water. Okay. Oh, maybe maybe oh, no. give yeah. us some holy water. See how that worked sure. out. <laughs> 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 Woo! Oh, listen, don't be afraid. Embrace Christmas. Have a great right. time. Exactly. That's what we're going to do. Right. This it's
1: is Bob and Sherry.
0: Small Plates is sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts, your professional parts people.
1: It is time now for Bob and Sherry's Small Plates, and let's begin with this one. The University of Florida is offering a new course next spring called Musical Storytelling with Taylor Swift and other iconic female artists. It looks at the lyrics of Tay-Tay, Dolly Parton, Billie Holiday, and Aretha Franklin. Boy, those are, those are great choices. The themes will be former boyfriends, infidelity, double standards, and lying liars who lie. And that's just the Taylor Swift section then they take off to uh to others. It's an actual uh it's an actual course. IHOP is rolling out Wonka inspired menu items. If you're counting the days until the release of Wonka, you may want to swing into the IHOP. They're collaborating with Warner Brothers to celebrate the film with a Wonka inspired menu. Here are just some of the limited time items that you can order at IHOP and I'm not making these up. Wonka's Perfectly Purple Pancakes. It's purple buttermilk pancakes layered with creamy cheesecake mousse and topped with purple cream cheese icing, whipped topping, and gold glitter sugar. Hover Chalk Pancake Taco. Three silver dollar chocolate pancakes folded and filled with chocolate chips, creamy cream cheese mousse, sliced strawberries, and a chocolate drizzle. A dream Berry Biscuits. It's warm and flaky buttermilk biscuit split and filled with creamy cheesecake mousse, a mixed berry topping topped with purple cream cheese icing and powdered sugar. The Junior Magical Breakfast Medley. It's a perfectly purple pancake, a scrambled egg, a bacon strip, and one sausage link. Willie Junior French Toast Dippers. Sliced French toast with a side of strawberries, banana, and chocolate dipping sauce. Dreamy lemonade. It is pear-flavored lemonade served with a cream cheese icing rainbow sprinkle rim topped with a cloud of cotton candy. Create your own magic by stirring in the cotton candy for the kids to drink. Scrum diddly-yumptious. Hmm. Yes?
0: Scrum diddly what?
1: Strawberry hot chocolate. It's hot chocolate <laughs> flavored with strawberry syrup, topped with whipped topping, a drizzle of chocolate sauce, and gold glitter sugar. Scrumdiddlyumptious junior strawberry hot chocolate. It's hot chocolate flavored <laughs> with strawberry syrup, topped with whipped topping, a drizzle of chocolate sauce, and gold glitter sugar. And finally, the fantastical Wonka burger. That is one hundred percent USDA Angus beef steak burger with lettuce, tomato, onion, pickles, four cheese blend, avocado, two strips of bacon, fried hash browns, IHOP sauce, and a ranch drizzle on a uh, brioche bun. Served with your choice of French fries, onion rings, seasonal fresh fruit, two buttermilk pancakes on the side. All of that is. I thought we'd finally get
6: to something that was good.
1: All of that is known as. in Lamar's world, health food. Um, can, the
0: parents can I just say,
1: go right in? Wow,
0: ahead. a cheeseburger with fries and pancakes on the side. On the side. USA. Yeah. USA. Hey, hey. U-S-A.
6: listen, y'all make fun. Up until he got to that point, I thought this is a ridiculous menu. But now I see what we got. Now we're making some sense. I, I say this if you go there with your kids, You don't have to worry about putting them back in the
1: car. They will run beside the car on the way home. I mean, (laughs) well, gosh. (laughs) That's what I was about to say. Parents of the children in the IHOP who serve these items to their kids will compete for whose kid is acting the most insane. And that, i tell you what, my grandchild, you give him any sugar at all, he really changes in personality. You know, there is something to this sugar high. Does that stuff just not sound like the kid would be out of his mind or her mind after having one of those? That is something. Um, the two biggest Christmas turnoffs, what, what do you think they are? If you're going to a gathering, what are the two biggest turnoffs for your Mistletoe? Partner?
0: Mistletoe? No. And ugly sweaters?
1: No. Getting drunk and not getting along with somebody in your family.
0: Oh, you mean like, yeah. the, like, oh, okay, I see what you mean yeah. by turn off. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Those are the two, those are the two biggest. You know, I look back and, and um, Lamar has talked about his father getting loaded at Christmas. My father was a drinking man too, not to that extent. But I, I always remember him at Christmas time, just getting that buzz that was just right. He loved the fire so much. He loved the trees so much that if he had a couple of uh, old fashions, it wasn't a problem. He just got really, really mellow. Now, there are other times when it was a problem, but I kind of loved it. It just made him less, I don't know, uptight.
0: My father didn't drink. He found that it interacted negatively with crack, but <laughs> I, I, I just,
1: yeah. I can't relate yeah. to...
0: Daddy's in a mellow mood. I just can't.
1: You can't do it at all. And so that is uh, that is small plates. And if uh, you're looking for something to do with the kids, IHOP is serving and they are waiting for you. It's Bob and Sherry.
2: The Bob and Sherry website. The Oddcast. Contest info. BobandSherry.com.
0: We took a break for Thanksgiving on our True Weird Stuff podcast so that Max could actually have a holiday. And we return tomorrow with a brand new episode. It's the inside real story of a famous, notorious American criminal legend. It's the part they didn't show you in the movie. We start out at the Red Crown Tourist Court, which is um, a little roadside motel that was outside Kansas City, Missouri in the summer of 1933, and the Red Crown only had two little cabins. I mean, it was in, the, it was in a tiny town, one, one intersection, right? And there were only two cabins and each one came with a little garage because in the heyday of the American Roadside Motel, they were designed to lure car travelers in. So you'd have your little garage and your little cabin. Well, one hot summer night, a car pulled into the Red Crown Tourist Court and there were five people inside. One of them was critically injured, burned, burned terribly in and out of consciousness in so much pain. Her name was Bonnie and her boyfriend was looking for a place to hole up and hide because Bonnie needed some medicine. His name was Clyde. And what happened, what happened over the course of a few days, that hot July in 1933, is something they never showed you in the famous movie starring Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway. And it turns out that the truth is even more shocking than the drama it's better than the
3: movie trust it's me it's, the truth of the situation is better than the movie
0: it makes you rethink the whole story like you've grown up your whole life bonnie and clyde bonnie and clyde they were in love they were reckless they were sociopaths yeah but mm-hmm. not exactly mm-hmm. and you're not gonna ever think about bonnie the same way again and you're also going to be glad you live in a time when a woman wearing pants ain't the most shocking thing anybody's ever seen in a small town. So that's the latest episode of True Weird Stuff. And you can find it everywhere you get your podcasts. Apple, Spotify, Google, YouTube, and on the free Bob and Sherry app. Coming up, are you a spender? Are you a saver? Are you a spaver? It's Bob and Sherry.
2: Bob and Sherry books, swag, and the mother of all mothers merch. Just hit shop at BobandSherry.com. It's
0: talkback time. You can call us on the phone, old school style, at 844-52-SHERI. We keep the phone turned on 24-7, so Max is always there to answer your calls. Or you can snatch up our app. It's free in Google Play and the Apple Store. And with it, you can listen to the show and all of our podcasts, including... True Weird Stuff and Talking Lamar and the Oddcast, and you can text the studio, you can send videos, you can even tap the little microphone in the bottom center of the screen and talk, and the app will do the rest. Now, it's a weird thing. This has never really happened before, but there must have been something in the air with Thanksgiving 2023, because we have been bombarded with um, emails and messages about Thanksgiving. So in honor of this being the last day of November, this is our final roundup of Thanksgiving chit chat.
7: Hey, Bob and Sherry. This is Molly from Windsor, California. I was the one, Sherry, that messaged you. Um, my mom, unfortunately, died last August. Oh, my God, it was so sad. And I was so upset at the funeral, I introduced my aunt and uncle as Bob and Sherry. It was so embarrassing. Um, They're Bob and and Marcia. But anyway, um, Marcia was a great sport because she didn't say anything about her name but not being Sherry. Um, I wanted to just share with you my one and only mom's Thanksgiving funny story. Um, She was so great. She, my parents were born and raised in LA and I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but they used to tell us that Thanksgiving was for only people from the Midwest and we didn't make a big turkey and that was for people that were from the Midwest. And so we always just went out to dinner and celebrated and had fun and (laughs) drank and had a good time. And I, my kids have never had turkey and stuffing or anything. I never did because my parents told us that's only stuff that people from the Midwest that do. And my dad said people from California play golf and go out to dinner on Thanksgiving. So anyway, I wanted to throw that out there because evidently that's not true. Um, so anyway, my kids are adults now and meeting cute guys that want to have Thanksgiving traditional dinner. And I keep telling him, no, we're going to go play golf and go out to dinner. But anyway, love you guys so much. You're the best. You got me through my mom's funeral and uh, Aunt uh, Aunt Sherry and Uncle Bob, who are really <laughs> Sherry and Marsha, for <laughs> <we're> such good <laughs> sports. And I told them who you are and they love you too now. Okay, you guys have a great Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble.
1: You know, Sherry, oh when gosh. our names are generally mentioned at a funeral, it's, it's the Marconi Awards.
7: Yeah,
0: it's always <laughs> it's always the NAB. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I have never in my life heard that before. A family that, where they were told that only people
3: in the Midwest have Thanksgiving. That's it's so amazing. California.
1: Isn't it so <laughs> California, though?
3: It's Why? so selfish. I want a day off so I can play golf. <laughs> I don't want to have to deal with a meal and kids. All right. You know it's... what
0: it shows you, though? It shows you that as children, we just swallow whole whatever crazy our families feed us. And then they it's set true. us loose in the world, believing these things that are not true, that it's Thanksgiving so true. is just for the Midwest.
3: That is right. All right. All right we have another.
0: Hi, Bob, Sherry, Max. Doc, Lamar,
8: and anybody else that works on this amazing show. Real quick, this was from a show a while back where you were talking about the Thanksgiving pizza. It reminded me of the pierogi pizza that I used to eat, what a local pizzeria makes it. It is a pizza crush with mashed potatoes, cheese, ham, and onions on it delicious yes healthy no no <laughs> just thought you might be interested to hear about it and on a personal note thank you to all of you for keeping me sane and helping me get through some very tough times if you are ever in my area i would like to cook any of you dinner Um, I promise to make you all a very good meal. And don't worry, Bob, it will be chicken. Much love to all of you and your family. Please keep doing what you're doing. You do make
0: a difference.
1: Goodbye. You know, as long as it's not a pierogi pizza, I'll I'll settle for anything at the house.
0: Are you telling me that didn't sound good to you? Come on, that sounded good. No, it did not. No. That sounded good. Now, it sounds like stick to the ribs, you know, 20 below zero food. Oh, yeah. But still, yeah. it sounded Mm-mm. good. You
3: got another one, Max? I have another Thank
0: one,
4: too. Hey, gang. This is Debbie from Oregon. I just listened to the podcast where you were talking about Thanksgiving foods and what the pilgrims may or may not have eaten. I took a vacation in August to Cape Cod, which included visiting several pilgrim museums... And one of the events was Eat Like a Pilgrim. I tell you, it was not a pleasant meal. It was supposed to be very authentic, and I think it probably was. But the food was very tasteless and certainly not anywhere near what we eat today. The um, representatives at the museum did say that so many of our traditions were not at all what the pilgrims did because they were very poor and um, things they didn't have available, like sugar, like you said in the podcast. They did, however, to have molasses. So we had this horrible molasses, grainy mush that was supposed to be like a pudding. It was terrible. Anyway, um... Yes, they had something that represented pumpkin, but it was just boiled. It certainly wasn't in a pie. It was a boiled version of some sort of squash and was terrible. So thankfully, we have what we have today to make Thanksgiving a whole lot more fun.
5: That's so
0: interesting, though, to go eat the original Pilgrim food? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's Bob and Sherry.
5: Don't miss Bob and Sherry's annual tree lighting on Thursday, December 14th at 7 p.m. Eastern during Happy Hour. Join Bob, Sherry, Max, Lamar, Heather, and Doc for a Facebook Live event full of holiday cheer. Plus, we'll be giving five lucky winners a holiday gift box that includes surprises from Check Feather and Down Company, Deanna Bean Children's Books, and more. Tis the season to celebrate with your online family at Bob and Sherry's Tree Lighting Happy Hour, December 14th at 7pm Eastern on the Bob and Sherry Facebook page.
2: It's the stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, shouldn't do on the regular show. The Oddcast. Oddcast on the free Bob and Cherry app.
1: Well, this year's Thanksgiving has come and gone, but we had so many people who I think had some time on their hands that wanted to talk to us over the, uh, over the holiday, and we don't want to leave anybody uh, high and dry. So let's go back to our listeners and see exactly what's on their mind. It's all Thanksgiving and what they went through.
9: I have a disaster Thanksgiving story for you. One year, years ago, we were at my parents with both of my sisters and all of our kids. And to begin with, my oldest son was carrying a tray of appetizers out of the kitchen at the same time my oldest sister came running in to get a bottle for the baby who just woke up. Well, they collided in the kitchen. The appetizers went flying. The dish broke. So there went the appetizers. Then while mom was cooking the turkey. She was cooking it in an aluminum pan, which sprung a leak, so that all of her turkey juice went to the bottom of the oven. That was what she was going to be the base for her gravy. So that subsequently, the turkey was overcooked and was very dry. So we had no appetizers, a dry turkey. The green beans, the rolls, and the dressing were good. And then when it was time to, quote, cook the dessert... I sat a pecan pie out on the counter to thaw for far too long. And when I pulled it out of the box, it had liquefied, and all of the liquid shot out of the pan, so there was no dessert. And that was our biggest disaster, Thanksgiving. Y'all have a good Lori from Columbus again. I forgot two key things for the Thanksgiving that went south. First of all, when all of the turkey juice and grease dripped into the bottom of the oven, talk about a mess. Oh, my gosh floor was so slippery, we had to mop that, clean it up, get some dawn down there to get the grease up. And then the sweet potato casserole caught on fire. forgot about that <laughs> Y'all have a great
1: <laughs> well, you know, all you need for a really festive Thanksgiving is green beans and rolls. That you know that's the way I look at
3: it. God. <laughs> oh,
1: oh my God. God.
0: This was this is a Thanksgiving where at some point y'all have to look at each other and go, all right. Whose angry ex put a curse on the family because that's everything
1: exactly right. Went wrong. Do you want, do you want to hear something uh, <laughs> uh, that happened during the holidays that was even worse than this? A friend of mine, I'm not going to mention his name or his wife's name, but they owned my favorite restaurant and uh, they had a, a bar. It was kind of an afterthought. It was mostly, it's an Italian restaurant, fantastic food. And it was new year's Eve. Now, in their bar, they have glass shelves, like four glass shelves. And the four glass shelves are holding all of the liquor that the restaurant has. So there's probably 50 bottles of liquor on the shelves. And, of course, the bartender would, uh, to the top one, had a little stool, reach up there and get it. And that's just where they kept it. There were mirrors behind it, and it looked kind of flashy and everything. So it's probably the most profitable day of the year for this restaurant. All of the tables are booked, Uh, full staff. Everything is going great. He's a fantastic host. The bar is packed right at about, I'm going to say, 730 at night. Very slowly, a screw had become looser and looser at the top shelf and for some reason on new year's eve at ground zero 7:30 at night the screw popped and all of the liquor bottles went crashing on top of each other and wiped out the bar and oh, wiped out no. all of the liquor sales on new year's oh. eve I can't. I, I don't know the restaurant business that well to imagine how much money was lost, let alone the chaos. I wasn't there that night. I used to eat there every week, but I wasn't there that night. But for the next year, every time I went in, I could see something in his eye about that night, and how they will never get over it. Oh. Not just financially, but just. Can you imagine the mess? 50 liquor bottles all smashed in Ooh. them. It's a tough time. It's to such, a to it's such a
0: <laughs> sin to <laughs> waste. <Yeah. laughs>
3: it it totally is such a sin. It totally
1: is. <laughs> it totally is. Those, are, those were great calls. Uh, a belated happy Thanksgiving. I hope you all had one better than some of our listeners. It's Bob and Sherry. Can you believe this is sponsored by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
3: You read it once. I don't believe that and then you read it again. I can't believe this. It's Bob and Sherry's. I can't believe this. I cannot just believe
0: this it's a sick feeling when you're forced to admit something to yourself about yourself. Like there are spenders and there are savers, and then there are spavers. And I have just learned in the last 24 hours that I'm a spaver. What's what a is spaver? It? Yeah. Spavers spend money to save money. Oh, Meaning, God. oh, are you a spaver too, Lamar? I think you might be. No, a but spavor, I got one right
6: down the hall from me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> a spaver spends money in the act of saving money. So like for example, yeah. something's on sale and you don't really need it, but it's such a good deal that you feel like you're losing money not purchasing it. So you buy it, and yes, it was a good deal, and yes, it was 80% off or whatever, but you still spent money on something you didn't need because spavers cannot resist a sale. That is, oh, my God, that is so me. Spavers are tricked into spending more money because they think they're getting a benefit. You know who has our number, fellow spavers? Websites that say Mm -hmm. you're – you're $15 away from free shipping. Mm -hmm. And so you say to yourself, gosh, shipping is going to be $26. I'm saving money by putting one more item into the cart. Can I
1: give you, can I give you the ultimate example of a Yeah, right now? This just popped into mind. I uh, was dating uh, a young woman. This is years and years. This is before my kids were born. All right. So it was like, you know, The last carefree relationship I ever had before, you know, raising kids and all of that came in. And so uh, she worked uh, for a upscale women's clothing store while she was trying to get into television news. And she wasn't making very much money. In today's money, she was making in the 20s at best. So, um, you know, not a lot to spend. She came over to my apartment after working and she had both hands with big bags filled. And I said, What is that? And she said, Shoes. The store gave me a 25% discount on their shoes. And this was a fancy store. I said, Wow. She said, I got 11 pairs. 11? <laughs> I, I said, Nancy, 11 pairs of shoes? Because I didn't want to say, I know much how much you make, and it's not a lot. She said, I just could not say no to this. 25% off. And I added it up in my head, and that was more money than she'd like made in a month. She was wow. what you're describing.
0: A spaver. yeah. It's a real yeah. trap. Um, and And retailers, they know how to get us. Here's how they get us. One day only flash sale, limited yeah, time, daily right. deal. Right? Mm-hmm. I
6: can't resist mm-hmm. an unlimited supply or a limited time. That's a problem for me.
0: Oh, black on um, Black Friday, Cyber Monday. I saw a really um sinister TikTok that these this woman and her, I guess her boyfriend, they were um doing Black Friday shopping at a Target. And so the, the items, it was it was mostly like televisions, right? They were looking at so the items had Black Friday deal, one day only, but if you slid that price card out of the holder, underneath it was the regular price. I'm going to let you guess. Was there any difference between the two prices? (laughs)
1: Are you kidding me?
0: Here's some ways to avoid being a spaver, and I'm just going to tell you in advance, none of these will work on me. Let's see if any of these will work on you. Okay, Okay, so are you ready? Mm -hmm. avoid sale alerts unsubscribe from anything that sends you a, a, a sale alert anything which means you have to unsubscribe from everything from amazon to walmart and if you can't if you can't bring yourself to turn off notifications you must delete the apps altogether then you have to make a shopping list and stick to it and then you have to make a budget and you have to stick to it and if you see something that you just really feel like this is the most amazing deal in the world, you have to wait 24 to 48 hours, except if it's a flash sale and limited supplies, it's going to be gone in 24 to 48 hours. You can't, you can't sleep on a smoking hot deal for 48 hours. You know that. Then My wife's not doing to... that. How
1: about you, Lamar? No, gosh. No, no. way. No None way. of this
6: has happened.
1: No.
0: Then you're supposed to stay out of stores that have too many deal temptations. Like if you notice that you do your spaving at Home Goods, you can't go into Home Goods. Excuse me? In this miserable burning dumpster fire sewer of the world, now I can't go to Home Goods? Absolutely <laughs> denied. Oh, and you're also supposed to um, not talk to anyone while you're shopping or use your phone at all while you're shopping because it distracts you. And makes you think that um that you are not spaving, that you're actually being sensible. I spit on all of this because I'm not gonna listen to Why don't any you just move into a
1: bunker? Just move into I a know, bunker exactly. with no
6: electricity. By the
1: by the nope. way, have you ever been in line this time of the year at Home Goods? You know, the line is is like 50 deep. It takes you forever to get up to one of the five cash registers. And every two feet, there's a temptation. Like, you know. Chocolate covered bag of marshmallows. You're looking at that. Oh, I'd like to have that.
0: Yeah. Let me tell you something about Home Goods. They hire retired CIA spy craft masters mm-hmm. to stock their impulse aisles. Because oh, they yeah. know exactly what you can't resist.
1: Yep, yep, that's right. That's experts exactly at it. Right.
0: We'll get this posted up on the Bob and Sherry Facebook for you. It's Bob and Sherry. Bob and Sherry books, swag, and the
2: mother of all mothers merch. Just hit shop at bobandcherry.com.
1: We were just talking about how many times during this time of the year when we're buying things for other people and all, we kind of get hustled a little bit by, uh, you know, certain companies. Really, they're focusing on our weaknesses to uh, to get our dollars. I want to tell you about an experience that I had that was really fantastic. And it speaks well to the people who live in vacation land, the state of Maine. Every year, Mary and I, we plan for this all year long, have a lobster party for our relatives and friends. Our friends are kind of scattered now, and even our kids are kind of scattered all over the place. So there's not going to be that many people. But we're taking a page from Sherry Lynch, and we have invited uh, Mary's ex and uh, his wife to join us because they're going to be in the area, and Mary's kids for our lobster party. And I get I get the lobsters from Beals, Beals in Southwest Harbor, Maine. And uh, they have a restaurant right on the dock. You can go there if you're in that part of the world during the summertime. But year-round, they have lobster fishermen, uh, they are lobster fishermen, and they will send it directly to you. So it's not cheap, but uh, it's it's of good value. So I got online, and I bought uh, six lobsters, I think it was, or six or seven. And uh, I hit punch. I paid for it. And all of a sudden, after I had already paid for it, I looked up, and it said, it's Black Friday, 25% off, and I had already paid. The bottom line I typed in, is it too late, folks at Beals, to get the 25% Black Friday off? Within two minutes, I got a reply that said, hi, Bob, of course it's not too late. We're doing this all day long when people miss it. That 25% is on us. Have a nice Christmas. That, my friend, is a great business. That is why I love that place. And that is why I love those people in that part of the world. Thank you, Beals. Fantastic company. It's Bob and Sherry.
3: Now, let's open up the Bob and Sherry Archive Vault.
1: Kim is with us right now. We're talking about balls you let just fall. You had so many in the air. You just forgot about something. And, Kim, what was it for you? It was
10: Christmas Eve, and my 6-year-old and 2-year-old wouldn't go to sleep. And it got later and later and so I laid down with them and I ended up falling asleep with them. But the problem was their presents were stored at my parents' house and the hamster my daughter wanted was in the car. Uh-oh. So when we woke up Christmas morning, there were no presents under the tree and the hamster had frozen to death. Oh,
1: <laughs>
0: oh no. no. Mhm. Gosh, Kim.
1: There's one Lou Monty can't work with.
0: Oh, Kim.
1: Tiny the Frozen Hamster. That's not going to be a song.
3: Chili. Fred. His the name would be Chili. He's dead. Fred. All right, Fred, yeah. Hey, really sick, Fred, <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah, Fred the Hamster <laughs> is dead. <Dad>. Hey, hey. God. I know this gonna sound really sick, but we can give him all the stick. Hey, yeah, 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 hey, yeah, Fred the Hamster is dead. Hey.
0: Kim. Oh,
1: he's in the house He's not a mouse He's Fred the dead hamster
0: oh, Kim <laughs> Kim, I want to welcome you to my special club I'm sorry Of the I'm bad sorry, Kim. The bad sleep-deprived mommy Who cannot function I'm
1: sorry, Kim
10: we oh. have a good Christmas.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. What did you do?
10: Well, Papa, Grandpa ended up bringing the presents over, and we told him that Santa Claus had gone over to their grandparents' house. Yeah. But he could not figure out for the life of her why Santa Claus gave her an empty habit trail with no hamster. <laughs> and we couldn't do anything about that until the next day.
0: Well, you know why Santa gave her an empty habit trail? Because it is much too cold on his sleigh. For a little exactly. hamster to survive that journey around the world, on but Christmas is there anything
1: Eve. that's sadder than an empty habit trail?
0: Having, having sent a, a good many yeah. hamsters to the great beyond, yeah. I can tell you, no, there no, is nothing there is sadder. Not. The little wheel that was once so squeaky now yes. silent, silent. <laughs> Well, we were just grateful we didn't get her the puppy. We wanted to get her oh, the Oh, I think we all are, especially hey, hey, me. Hey, Kim. Yeah, I'm, I don't want to think about that, please. I'm glad that there wasn't a little baby brother waiting in the yeah, car. Yeah, me too. I, but, Kim, <laughs> oh girl, girl, do I feel you? When you're really mm-hmm. tired and they won't go to bed and you lie down with them, you can't stay awake. I can't stay awake. Mhm. You did I the best you could. I so
10: was tired and I wanted everything to be perfect, and I dropped the ball.
0: Um, you felt terrible. You felt a lot of guilt about that hamster, didn't you? I did. I know. We have to find some way to ease Kim's pain because she's still carrying it. I can hear it in her voice. Had your daughter named it?
10: Well, she was gonna name it Harry. Harry. She kept saying she wanted a hamster named Harry. And then, um, anyway, the second hamster met with the demise too because, like, three days after we got it, her little brother grabbed it and ran with it. And he didn't want her to take it from him, so he threw it on the couch and sat on top of it.
1: Okay, there's another dead hamster story that uh, was kind mm-hmm. of a bonus for us, I guess, this morning. Well, you yep. know, that's a good name, Harry, because his life was kind of Harry toward the end <laughs> yeah. there. In both cases. In both cases, yeah. Both cases, yeah. Um,
0: well, you know what? I think that we're just going to all cross our fingers that the third mm-hmm. Harry yeah. continues to live a long yeah. and productive life in that yep. habit trail. And don't tell us if it's not true yeah because right. we want to believe
1: yeah we we so want to believe Mary
0: we be- is doing fine oh good. all
1: right good. that's good well Kim take care of yourself thank you very much for those two dead hamster stories
0: <laughs> thank you okay bye bye Merry Christmas we did
3: a we did an entire chat room on hamster stories oh
0: you we can, did yeah I'll tell you what you can fill an hour with great oh there
1: are there are approximately homicides. two to three thousand people dialing right now trying to get with their, their hamsters and they're hamsters. all frozen hamsters they're all frozen.
0: Just for a minute, feel Kim's pain when she opened her eyes Christmas Eve on Christmas morning and realized what had happened.
1: That's just horrible. That's just horrible. But Santa does make mistakes. He has so many children. He does go to grandparents' houses. You know, well, gets, especially,
0: you know, if your you grandparents know. have a lot of Christmas magic at their place, then yeah. Christmas magic sucks Santa down to the roof. That's how it works.
1: Now, Harry, of course, is another story. Harry's out, out in the car with going, G. D. Yeah.
0: Kim! <laughs> yeah.
1: Boy, the other place with all the other animals where I used to live, uh, it
0: was very comfortable,
1: you know? Those big things would leave every night at 530, but and, then, and then he's, know, was very Harry's comfortable. Run,
0: Harry's running on the wheel. You yeah, know, he's trying to keep his... Jeez. You're trying geez, to, warm. Yeah, try try to, to stay warm, warm here. <laughs> but even a hamster this? wears out after a while. <laughs> he said to himself, jeez, even the
1: Norwegian
3: ski team couldn't stay warm. I'm dying here.
0: It is so hard to get everything (laughs)
3: right. At the Bob and Cherry Show, everyone knows that Bob Lacey is the self-proclaimed mayor of Christmas Village because of his great Christmas spirit. I've just decided not to send out Christmas cards. Bob, Bob, Bob. Well, the mayor of Christmas Village wants Bob and Cherry listeners all over the land to get all the presents this year. Of course, Bob won't actually be buying the gifts. Bob, Bob, Bob. But you already knew that presenting the 12 days of Christmas. From December 4th through December 19th, we'll select one lucky listener to win a Bob and Sherry swag box, since Bob's not actually paying for it. Bob, Bob, Bob. We're just going to grab a few things off the shelf and send them to you. There are water bottles, coffee mugs, grocery bags, beach balls, pens, keychains, and more. A lot of stuff you can buy at the Bob and Sherry store at BobandSherry.com. It's a 12 days of Christmas celebration. Bob Lacey's style just enter at the contest page at bob and
2: the bob and sherry website the oddcast contest info
0: bob and sherry.com Go to BobandSherry.com to nominate a teacher you think deserves a vacation to Florida. It could be you or a teacher you know and appreciate.
1: Every week, we choose a teacher to win Bob and Sherry swag, and they're nominated for the monthly grand prize from Visit Florida, a three-night vacation for two, to Margaritaville Beach Resort, Fort Myers Beach. Plus, round-trip airfare and vehicle rental. They'll also join us for a live Teacher's Tell All recording of the Oddcast. Nominated teacher at BobandSherry.com. Hey, Sherry, can you give us that list of the most popular Christmas albums of all time here in 2023?
0: Oh, yeah, that I mentioned the other day. It's Entertainment yeah. Weekly did it. Um, I'll give you the top five. How's that? Yeah, um, yeah. Number five, of course, is... And the Charlie Brown Christmas, in case you're wondering, came in at number seven. Beach Boys' Christmas album came in at number six. So top five is Phil Spector, A Christmas Gift for You, 1963. Ella Fitzgerald, Ella Wishes You a swinging Christmas, 1960. Um, Number three, Nat King Cole, The Magic of Christmas, also 1960. Now Mm -hmm. we're at number two, Elvis Presley, The Elvis Christmas Album, 1957. And according to Entertainment Weekly, the number one best Christmas album of all time is Frank Sinatra's A Jolly Christmas from Frank Sinatra, also 1957. I mean, we we really need Mariah and Kelly Clarkson or whoever to step their game up. <laughs> we just do. We
1: do. I can't believe Mar- Mariah, at least, is not there. But I, I was listening to those albums, and most of them were released before I guess the majority of the people who are listening right now were even born. Uh, Some folks, uh, perhaps they were very young. There are classic songs on each of those. Blue Christmas, you hear it all the time on the radio this time of the year by Elvis. And the Nat King Cole, a lot of people don't know really who he is, but that chestnuts roasting on an open fire, that's got to be on that album there. And Sinatra is Sinatra. He can interpret anything beautifully. You know what I think it is? You know what? Wait,
0: wait. Fun fact, that song is not on that Nat King Cole album. Everyone is always disappointed when they download it and find oh, it isn't kidding. there. Mm-mm.
1: Oh, yeah, you're it's kidding. Weird. Me. Oh, you're kidding Oh, that is really, can, really weird. Um, I can
0: tell you I, I, um, that song uh, is on a completely different album. So, <laughs> yeah. But you're right. That is the classic Nat King Cole Christmas song. Yeah, anyway, go yeah. ahead.
1: It is. It's the classic Christmas song, period, as a matter of fact. So the, you hear this, and immediately you say, "America is drowning this time of the year, especially in nostalgia." And maybe that's true. And you know, nostalgia really gets a bad rap, in my opinion. I think sometimes we just want to, in our minds, go back to a period where I don't know we were, we were younger, things seemed safer, um, our parents seemed happier during that time of the year. It's just something, I want to go back to this. I'm not saying that new stuff isn't great, but I want to go back to this because I know it gave me happiness. It gave me uh, a warm feeling. It gave me joy. And I just don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, when I go back to uh, my birth state, Connecticut, I know I can go to a restaurant called Lenny's In Brantford, Connecticut, and I know if I want to spend the money, I can get a lobster and steamers and it's going to be the most delicious dinner that I've had all year long. It's always been there. It's been there before I could drive a car and I want it there. When I go to if I stop off in Freeport, Maine, if I'm on vacation at L.L. Bean, the main store, I know I can go in there and if I need it, I can buy a CPO shirt for, uh, you know, thirty two dollars. They, they don't change that much, their styles. And I like the idea that it's just there. Like, I like the idea that those five albums are still here and still you'll hear them on the radio.
0: I feel like Christmas is, I mean, Christmas is about nostalgia. Like, this is the time of the year when you shouldn't have yeah. to apologize for wanting to, like, live in the past a little bit and remember yep. your... Previous Christmases and being a kid and when your yeah. kids were little, if you have them, and your first you like, big pass. bike or whatever. Yeah, and Christmas music, yeah. like I like, uh, there's a lot of like modern Christmas music that is really fun to listen to, contemporary Christmas music. But, I mean, is it really Christmas if you don't hear Jingle Bells or Frosty Once, <laughs> right? Silent Night No, once? that's true. <clears throat>
1: that's true. I, I, well, I the will Tex tell Ritter you. Christmas
6: album is... That's my favorite.
1: <laughs> which which one? Back,
0: Tex, Tex Ritter. Ritter. He does Tex all those Ritter,
1: the classic. Tex Ritter, the cowboy singer. Yes, yes. Oh my God! Really? Oh, he oh here's will. Uh, I will. here's a uh, Nat King Cole. Being sung by
6: choir and folks dressed up like Eskimos.
1: I can see my father with a glass of uh, whiskey and ice. A Kent cigarette, looking at the fire, and a man that is peaceful and content, at least for a few hours.
0: When we, um, the week before Thanksgiving, our whole family, well, this chunk of our family, we all got together and um, spent the weekend at Dollywood. Which was wild because, you know, it was a lot of driving and all the little kids and everything. Um, It was really Mm -hmm. magical. Dollywood at Christmas time is spectacular. The lights, everything is perfect. We took the kids on the Dollywood Express, which is a coal-fired locomotive engine that dates back to like World War II, right? It's an amazing, beautiful old train. It's a five-mile ride up into the Smokies and back down into the park. And uh, Dolly tells stories and, you know, they play Christmas music on the train. And as the train finished its final uh, lap and began moving back toward the depot, Dolly singing silent night. And now it's twilight because the kids are little. They're all, none of them are older than four. So, you know, we can't have a late night at the park. So it's twilight and the park is coming to life with all of these 6 million plus lights And there's a little bit of a bite in the air and you're on this old timey locomotive engine, you know, with the old fashioned train whistle, listening to Dolly Parton sing Silent Night. I got I gotta tell you, if that didn't move you, you might need to check and make sure you're not a cyborg. It was really something.
1: That's that's great programming for for a theme park, that's really sweet programming. We have to wrap up. Yeah. Uh, enjoy that nostalgia.
2: It's Bob and Sherry. The Bob and Sherry Podcast.
0: So we were just talking about how the holidays are the time of the year when not only are you allowed to freely indulge in like really sappy nostalgia, but it's sort of like kind of baked in to the whole experience. And it doesn't matter like how old you are. You could be three or you could be a hundred and three. And you still want to hear jingle bells, and you still want to have the things that made it special for you from the very beginning of your life. And that's why um, we did this uh, a few days ago, like the top Christmas trends for 2023. Like, I don't want to be trendy at Christmas, (laughs) I want to be traditional. Like, do you, is, is this the time of the year when you say, you know what? forget all that old crap we've always done
1: <laughs> no We're no and be it starts with the tree yeah. it starts with the tree because we have we have ornaments on the tree that go back to when Madison Mary's daughter was uh, three years old so you know there's the, the only thing new if we go someplace cool like we went to Italy this year we have an Italian you know ornament that we add to the tree but we like looking at the old ones and, and that's just the beginning of, of the nostalgia with the tree going up.
0: Well, it, it, and all the like goofy traditions, be careful what traditions you start in your family, because then you can never, ever let them go. My kids are profoundly nostalgic. They've always been weirdly nostalgic about stuff. Everything that they have experienced at Christmas time, because we celebrate Christmas on Christmas, and I know not everyone does. We have um, we have one family member that does Hanukkah and Christmas. So, and Karamia loves that because, you know, eight crazy nights of Karamia getting a small gift. Karamia loved Advent when she was a child. She was really all about those gifts. Um, but everything that, that I did when they were little, I have to keep doing. And the only tradition that I've been allowed to drop as they've gotten older, we've been allowed to let... Fisbee, our elf on the shelf returned to the North pole permanently. That's the only <laughs> tradition I've been Is allowed right? to drop. Yeah. 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 Everything else. And as new people have come into the family um, and they get a taste of it. And I just had this happen. It cracked me up. So we did. Um, we do usually do Christmas pajamas on Christmas Eve, but we did them um, early this year <clears throat> since we were getting everybody together for this long weekend that we had at Dollywood. I gave everybody their Christmas pajamas early so we could take a group picture. And Maggie's husband, my son-in-law Alan was like, this is my favorite tradition. And I thought note to self, you will be climbing out of your own grave to buy Christmas pajamas for these people because you, you don't realize like how much they look forward to it and how much it becomes part of the holiday experience.
1: We did it for the first time last year, first time in my life, actually. And Mary put it, of course, all together. We had everybody at our house. And, you know, initially I was going, I don't know how this is going to work. You know, we've got my two son-in-laws. Are they both going to embrace it? Everybody got dressed up. We took a family picture. It was the best shot collectively that we've ever had. And even the dog looked great in it. I just loved the picture.
0: It's, I don't know how anybody could be anti Christmas jammies this year. This was my peak Christmas jammy year, honestly, because I am I got matching jammies for each of the little family groups so that like Maggie and Alan and their babies all had matching jammies. And then Lee and Andrew and their babies had matching jammies. And then my sister, wife and I had goofy jammies and the other kids like had color. They didn't match or significant others because they're not married to them but they had color coordinated um christmas jammies and it was so much fun and then seeing everybody come together in that picture for yeah. me that's like as close to a hallmark movie family moment as i'm mm-hmm. ever gonna have i mean you think about where i come from <laughs> that is not how we rolled so to have created that tradition for my kids and then for my husband's kids and then for their kids. Yeah, it's awesome. And it's nostalgic. And they all, even when they go, oh, I hope they're not stupid this year. They all secretly love it. Yeah. So, yeah, that is, watch that what is you funny do. how,
1: yeah, the, the ones who are the scroogiest, all of a sudden, if it works, they embrace it and they don't want it to go away. They'll ask about it. That's very true. If
6: you said, do you yeah. want to quit? They'd go, no, not really. No.
1: Yeah, that's right.
6: That's exactly.
0: right. The other thing, the other Christmas tradition that we did that is going to bankrupt us if these people don't like slow their roll on adding to the family. On Christmas Eve, everyone who's at our house gets a Christmas stocking. And Kevin loads, he, that's his job. He loads those stockings with cool stuff. And he gives every single member of the family... Every year he does a family Christmas gift where we all get like the same thing. And it's always something cool and fun and different and unexpected, but everybody oh, gets great. it. Yeah, yeah. One year we all got bongo drums and we had a drum circle. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I see we've that got one some- coming. We've got some hardcore Christmas traditions around here. And it's nice to be just allowed to be sappy and goopy and nostalgic, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Just once I'm going to steal the Bongo drums with the two grandchildren. That, that would really go over well. That's a great idea. So fun.
2: <laughs> it's Bob yeah. and Sherry. Leave us a talk back. talk back with the free Bob and Sherry app.
6: You know, Britney Spears' sister, Jamie Lynn, she's a contestant on this British reality show. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. And so one of the other contestants, her name is Josie Gibson, and she does a morning show in England. And as she talked to uh, Jamie, she asked her a lot of different questions, and Jamie refused every opportunity to even say the word Britney Spears. Okay, Uh, Mm -hmm. Josie asked Jamie Lynn, who got you into music? And Jamie Lynn said, I've always kind of been into music. You know what I mean? And she goes, okay, well, not to give up real easily. Josie said, well, it's a very musical family, aren't you? And, and she goes, yeah. And she said, was was your <laughs> grandmother into it? And Jamie Lynn says, my mom played the piano a lot. And not getting an answer, Josie gave up. So Jamie Lynn asked her about her own career. She says, what, what do you do? And she said, well, I'm a TV presenter. I work on this show called The Morning, and it's so fun, and it's so good. Not once has Brittany's name come up. The fans are cringing all over Jamie Lynn's refusal to talk about her big sister, which, whether yeah, she yeah. realizes it or wants to admit it, it's the only reason she's on the show. It is yeah. the only reason. I mean, it's not like she's famous on her own, but she is determined and to never let those words come success. out of her mouth. She's had some well, yeah, success. she has. She has. She has. By, she by not
1: mentioning Brittany's name, that's the reason why nobody could get Brittany's name out of their head.
6: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's all she's making them think about it at this point.
1: Yeah, she's exactly. Doing a,
6: she's doing a great job. Now, I think she's got to eat a bunch of bugs here pretty soon, so we'll see how that works <laughs> out. But, but
1: <laughs>
0: you guys, Jamie and Jamie Lynn and Britney were estranged because Brittany felt that everyone in her family was exploiting her. Jamie Lynn mm-hmm. has taken a blood vow to not make a nickel off her sister. Yep. And, and she should be, instead of people being ticked that she won't bring up Brittany, people should be like, thank you. Way to be a yeah. sister. Right? Yeah, be on your
6: own. There, Stay strong when you enough- eat those tarantulas. God bless. is <laughs> you know, Bob there was- and Sherry.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the Bob and Sherry podcast, the Oddcast, and Talking Lamar. We would love it if you would subscribe, rate, and review, and maybe share it with a friend on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you go. And thank you again so much for listening